HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Samantha Garner, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a Cheeselandian because I take cheese seriously, just like they do in Wisconsin. Go to Cheeselandia.com to learn more, and if it's for you, sign up. This week on Meet and 3, we're talking about the United States' biggest crop. It's corn. They will always tell you that corn is like their family. Corn is their family. You treat corn like you would treat your family. These subsidy programs are supposed to be for really dealing with unexpected things that happen to farmers. Although in practice, a lot of times farmers are actually paid farm subsidies for things that we can control and do expect. There's this constant warfare going on between the oil industry and the grain industry. Tune in to Meet and 3, available wherever you get your podcasts. This is Dave Arnold, your host of Cooking Issues, coming to you live on the Heritage Radio Network every Tuesday from whenever to whenever. Uh, I'm here in the Lower East Side. Booker did not want to deal with the uh, with the intro today, so he's literally, because he's on vacation, he's not in school, he's like, I'm taking the train. I'll be back when I'm back. And he left. And today is your birthday. Uh, what's up? Yay. What's Woo. up, hey? <laughs> How old are you, Dave? 50 years closer to the box. No. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, if this, in case this is the first time any of you is hearing this, we also have, we got Matt in his Rhode Island hidey hole. We got Nastasia on the beautiful Long Island Sound. And we got uh, John's back in the, in the great city of New York in his Murray Hill ensconcement, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So John has what would have been like a – I've never actually seen his apartment, so I'm making mm. this all up. But like I think it's nice in that he has some sort of like outdoor roof access except for the majority of time that he was there during the COVID. They were doing asbestos in, uh, abatement. So he was like sealed into a loud bubble of, uh, of asbestos. Is that true? Well, I wasn't sealed in a bubble with asbestos. I was sealed in a bubble to protect me from the asbestos. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yes. really miserable. I had no natural light coming in for a lot of the early days, early months of COVID. It was really Yikes. depressing. He's like, sweet. I have like my own like almost like little outdoor space and I'm like way up high. I can see everything. And then, and then all of a sudden, oh, wait, we're plastering over your windows. For any of you that have never lived in New York, one of the joys of New York is the hammer drilling that like makes it through every corner of every building here, right? Yep. It's horrible. Every mm-hmm. time. Oh, the hammer it drilling. It feels like it's in your head, in your mouth, you know? Yeah. 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 You know what the miracle of hammer drilling is? Is that especially with like uh, New York City concrete style buildings, is that like let's say you are the hammer driller. No one in the building can figure out exactly where you are because it's loud everywhere. That, yeah, that, like travels through the whole building. It's crazy, you know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, fifty, fifty years. Uh, 50 what did years you old. do? When? Well, for you. Well, this weekend, last night. Mm-hmm. I so well, I sent Dave. It's my birthday champ- tonight. I yeah, sent yeah, yeah. Dave some champagne last night to drink on the show. Well, to drink half of it last night and then half on the show, which was what the message said and uh apparently your 16 year old son received it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no like message. true to new york <laughs> true to new york style 
a man, so like I'm on, I'm on like you know one of you know how like now that like with Zoom like people assume that you can Zoom at any hour of the day or night. So I'm on an actual like meeting at like uh, like eight for for my other son Booker, and um, Dax here's a ding dong goes over, dude just hands a bottle of bubbly to my sixteen year old. He could have no been message, no nothing. Like he could have yeah. been happy. Well, now you know. Well, now he knows. Yeah. Delancey wines. Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to shout out the company out so that Delancey all the sixteen-year-olds? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're on an underage party. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the limit is? Like, will they roll a keg in and just hand it to a sixteen-year-old? I, I think they'll well, do anyway. anything. Let's just see how well you guys remember uh, Home Alone. This is Dave Arnold, the father. And then you call them in order that way, and they'll just, sh- like, roll booze. And that's what Macaulay Culkin was like, this is the father, when he was, like, uh, calling for his, uh, whatever, his room service in Home Alone 2 when he was in the hotel at the plaza. No memories. Uh, all right. Uh, so what so, did you do? Well, so on uh, Saturday night was uh, when I went out with, uh, with Jen uh, and we went to Keens. First time ever, first time indoor eating the, for the whole pandemic. I have How not was the eaten experience indoor. indoors? I mean, it was, it was good. It was great. They had spit guards up between the tables. So it was like eating out. First of all, like I said on the show many times, quote unquote, outdoor eating here in New York is not in fact out, outdoors. People build like, uh, garages and then you eat inside of this garage and or greenhouse with spit guards between you and the next person. So it's, it's, it's outdoor in name only, right? So Jen was a little nervous and she, there was, we we're next to a window, but we opened the window and, uh, and so she felt better. But it's great. I've never been in with all those pipes. So like for those of you who've never been to Keene's, famous steakhouse known for its uh, mutton, uh, mutton chops, which I had. Jen did not have the mutton chop. Uh, you know, and, uh, I thought it was very, very good. The sort of, the way the mutton chop works for those of you that like are like asking, first of all, it didn't taste super Mm -hmm. old. It was just not lamb anymore. Right. So it wasn't like super young. Right. But it didn't taste like it was like a five-year-old thing. It just tasted like kind of like a, like a beefier lamb. But the fun thing about it is it looks like someone handed the butcher like a whole sheep and then they were just like. I don't know. And they put the sheep on a bandsaw and were like, because you have like the rib bone goes right through the center of it. And then you have the two chops to the side of the rib bone. And then you have the flap of meat all the way around to the belly. And they just cooked the whole damn thing. So, I mean, you know, maybe it started as laziness and turned into a thing. Who knows? So you didn't like it? No, I loved it. That was great. And then on the ceiling, they have all these clay pipes, like, you know, like, like, uh, like uh, Colonial Williamsburg-style clay pipes, you know what I'm talking about, Stas? Yes, I've been there. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I used, we used to go to the bar a lot. Oh, yeah, I hear they have great cocktails. I didn't have a cocktail when I was there. You know what's weird? I lived two blocks from there for five years, and I never went. I guess we didn't have any money when I was yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, but so like... Uh, so Not that we have money you- now. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially, well, we'll get into it with the, with the Amazon <laughs> stuff. Uh, so like... So like, but for those of you who've never been, like on the ceiling is all of these like, like colonial Williamsburg pipes, like hanging from little hooks with numbers on them. So up until 1978, you could become a member and that you would have your pipe and you would smoke it. And then at the front, they have like a bunch of these pipes, like with the names of the people underneath it. So of course, like Douglas MacArthur, the general, of course, because he was like such a vain D-bag, his pipe was all ornamented. Like he couldn't just have a plain pipe like everyone else. But like right to the right of, of MacArthur's pipe and up one in the display, Rube Goldberg's pipe. Rube Goldberg's pipe. And so I'm sitting there like cracking wise, like I always do. I'm like, hey, Rube Goldberg has a plain pipe. What's up with that? And then the guy, literally without missing a beat, the uh, the guy at the front was like, yeah, but you should have seen the contraption we had to use to get it off of the ceiling. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. I love it. I love anyone. First of all, <laughs> like you don't even think of Rube Goldberg as a real guy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Do, do you think of Rube Goldberg as a real guy? Uh, you mean because the name sounds crazy? No, because he's like a thing. It's like a Rube Goldberg. Yeah. It's a Rube Goldberg this. It's a Rube Goldberg that. It's not like, you know, Dr. Seuss I think of as a real author. Rube Goldberg I don't think of as a real person. I definitely don't think of him eating mutton and smoking a pipe and pounding cocktails. You know what I mean? I definitely I failed to realize it was, you know, 
it was named after some guy walking around building contraptions. I well, I believe he was a cartoonist. I believe his stock and trade was a cartoonist. And he was maybe two levels above the Family Circus guy, which for anyone who remembers comics, Family Circus is just... Like, I don't even know why that thing existed. Uh, all right, okay, so, so you went there. Then what else so I went there. there. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. That was Saturday, Sunday. Uh, oh, well, my... My, uh, my mother-in-law sent me a incredible cheese selection from Jasper Hills. And actually, it, like, I've, like, it's literally called the Baller Cheese Box. Get it? Cheese ball, ball box, cheese baller box. Anyway, so it's like it's like a, this giant box of mostly Jasper Hill with other stuff like Cabot. And it, it's like all semi-eco-packed, so like wood shavings instead of plastic on the inside. And uh, so we've had cheese for days. I, I baked some bread. My wife uh, just got me the uh, the Como. I now have a Como Mio mill. So like, you know, Nastasia can hear about mm -hmm. milling for the next, you know, million years. I got some new wheat in, Nastasia, you'll mm -hmm. be glad to know. Some new soft wheat, some new corn. Who got Are you, you that? in corn? I bought the wheat and corn. Oh. My wife bought me the mill. I bought the wheat and corn. What are you I doing tonight? I also got a tonight? new Detroit-style pizza pan. I don't know. Dax is cooking. Ooh. I thought I was going to cook. I was like literally like, I was like, all right, time to grind the flour. I'll make some stuff. And then Jen's like, by the way, Dax has dinner tonight. And like, I'm like happy but nervous a little too. Why? You know what Just I mean? let him, well, who cares? It's one day. Like one No, I'm not day. about the food. It's like I wonder what the kitchen's going to look like afterwards. <laughs> it's like when Booker, uh, yeah. when Booker, yeah. you know, Booker, quote unquote, you know, when Booker bakes, it's like, you know. The kitchen I is like, think at 50, I have a large sink. I have a large sink, people. At 50, and like, you should hire somebody to clean the kitchen once for your birthday after your son comes. Yeah, birthday gifts. Birthday gifts. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is this. My, like the rule that I like to have is that if, if, if I kneel down with my eyes level to the sink, I don't want to see dishes above that eye line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the, that's the goal. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the Booker and Dax crew, we're all, uh, we're going to go out. We uh, are. Where are we, where are we going, uh, John? Racine, downtown. But it's not named after Racine, Wisconsin. Uh, all right. And uh, this weekend I'm going, I'm going up to, to Connecticut. So it's a fun-filled birthday slash almost Easter time, right? Is it, when's Easter? Is it this weekend or the next weekend or the weekend after that? This I don't weekend. like this Easter. Weekend. Why don't you like Easter? What's, what's, what's with Easter? No, no, no. I mean, it's very religious. Well, only if you're religious. Otherwise, it's, a, it's another good meal to have with the family. Mm. And an excuse to dye eggs. Yeah, you know Kate what? Dyed some eggs. Do you know, oh, yeah, how are they? Uh, they're great. You know, depending on the color, it seeps through a little bit, but uh, it's a good time. Do you know what Nastasia Lopez introduced me to? And there's still time, people. And they're oh, only $1.99 at Michael's right now. I saw that. I bought a couple. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cascarones. Nastasia Lopez introduced me to the joys of smashing an eggshell on your friend's heads. I think I do it too hard, though. I'm sure you do. I mean, I do it real hard. Are you gentle Wait, or do Dave, you do it real hard? Listen to this. I went to Michael's. They're having the Easter sale, which was 50% off, right? Every, right. Everything Every, Everyone loves Michael's. By the way, we're a Michael's crew here. We like yeah. Michael's. So everything Easter was 50% off. So I got the Star Wars Easter eggs because my friends with babies are coming over to Easter egg hunt. So I got the Star Wars Easter eggs, but those rang up regular price. And I said to the lady, these are Easter eggs. They should be 50% off like everything Easter. And she said, nope. And I said, but it says Easter eggs on here. And she said, they're not Easter. And then I said, well, I better see them at Christmas. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very Nastasia story. I enjoy it. I yeah, enjoy I knew you'd it. Enjoy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. you know, and you know why? Because they were Disney and like, yeah, Disney does not give discounts. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's uh, but yeah, but like, but like, <laughs> thank God you played hardball with your local Michaels. You got to show them who's boss. They are literally Easter though, so I don't get it. I don't get it either. Like, and also she didn't give an ex. She just said no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First of all, and like Nastasia is not one to let that kind of stuff drop. I mean, like, <laughs> come on, come on, people, come on. I mean, like, you don't even need to know Nastasia. Like, it's like if you say something to her, she's gonna put the look on her face, and you know, you know that you're crap, not getting out right? of this unscathed. That's some real crap. That's some real crap. That's some, that's filth. That's garbage. It should say except for Disney crap. Right. 
Like, if there's going to be an exclusion, it should say, except for Disney crap. Yeah. Or it should say 50% off most Easter crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did your mom make those first cascarones that we had at the FCI? Or did she uh, buy I don't remember, but we've done both. I don't remember which ones those were. Okay, so people, if you've never had one of these, like, again, this is one of the joys of life that Nastasia has introduced uh, me to. I, and she's had me make them, too. We never made them together, though, did we? I don't think so. So you, 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 you crack out the bottom of an egg, shake out the egg, use it for something else or throw it away if you're a jamoke, let it dry, fill it, like not fill it, but like put confetti in and then put crepe paper, paper over the hole and then smack it over, you know, with, with, with Elmer. The best and then thing smack is, is to introduce somebody to them by like pretending it's an egg, you know, you put them in the carton and then, or they come in a carton and then you pretend it's a real egg and then you're like, whoa. And then, yeah. Yeah. Bam. Real messy. May, may I suggest doing it outside unless you have someone coming over to clean up your birthday uh, slash uh, house because – oh, hey, did you hear this? Last time I was at Michael's, I didn't know this, but apparently glitter is canceled. Yeah. It's <laughs> – they said some racial slurs that glitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently like – I don't know. Glitter like Fs with – I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, went, I was at a, uh, a store the other day. And I was like, do you have glitter? Because I needed it for a project that we're working on here. I need to, I need to like motion track liquids. And so like I needed something that was shiny so I could see it moving around. I was like, do you have glitter? And they looked at me like I had just like, I had just like uh, destroyed the entire environment. They're like, no. We don't, we don't say that anymore. No. Do you have glitter? No, not anymore. And I was like, oh, geez. All right. Okay. Uh, goodbye. You know, and then I ordered some online. Because I needed the glitter. You know what I mean? I don't know. But have you heard this? Have any of you heard this? No. It's a big thing to use biodegradable glitter if you're using glitter nowadays. But Mm. Mm. Well, it doesn't really work in a snow globe, does it? You don't want your your biodegradable glitter degrading in your snow globe. But how how would a – what a – what a terror show that would be. Like, imagine, like, like if you imagine your little Santa figure, like, coming alive and be like, ah, oh, no! And, like, the goop and all this stuff, like, all over them. Or, like, the Empire State Building being coated in biodegradable glitter goop. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Too bad this isn't way, a This Is Your Life show. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, we'll do, we'll do a different show. We'll do a different show for that. By the way, in my family, and maybe one of you will use this at, at some point in, in your life, um... So, you know, we're very kind of strict about when different things for sale come out in stores like holiday crap, the seasonal item in your local CVS and or Rite Aid and or Walgreens and or whatever, wherever you have your do your your shopping for, you know, garbage. And um, years and years ago, we still say it to this day, years and years ago, I walked in to a Rite Aid in early February and the Easter garbage was already out because I think it was an early Easter that year. And lady next to me goes, Easter, it ain't even Valentine's over yet. And so we use that whenever anything comes out too early. It's not Valentine. First of all, it's not St. Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day. It's the time of Valen. Valentine's over yet. It ain't even Valentine's over yet. Like that. So we use that all the time. Whenever something comes out a little... A little bit too early. A little bit too early. Oh, you know what? Another thing we did for the Easter slash uh, spring season this year, Nastasia, we made again, and I haven't made it in, ooh, I'm going to want to say 20 years, panoramic Easter eggs. Mm. Love panoramic <laughs> Easter eggs. You don't like panoramic Easter eggs? Not really. Wait, what? What, are you what not? am I looking at if I'm looking at a panoramic Easter egg? A freaking bunny inside of the egg. Up like a like a didn't you have to make panorama boxes in grade school? No. Oh, diorama. Diorama. Yeah. Sorry. Well, they're called panoramic eggs. You look basically it's like a sugar shell. It's like a sugar shell in the shape of an egg with a window and royal icing piped around it to like put the where you put the two halves of the eggs to get the, together and inside of it is like whatever. Like you, we have birds one and of these? fish. We, yeah, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, Easter seven. Easter treats. Made seven of them. Jeez. May I just say, I haven't made them in many years. Like I said, I was going to make them years ago and I made the shells, but we never got around to decorating them. And then there was a leak and then they got ruined. So I threw them away. So Jen was like, we're going to do it this year. Make the windows in the front a little bit bigger than you'd think. So what you do is you get an egg, you get an egg mold 
Egg oh egg mold. I did that for any John Waters fans out there. Oh egg mold. Are you any of you guys John Waters people? No. No. Oh my god. You've never seen any of the John Waters movies? Yeah. No. Mm. Okay. Jesus. Go on. I told you. Okay, right. so you, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mix of like granulated sugar, powdered sugar, uh, egg white, right? And then you, you make it into this coarse kind of sandy stuff. Then you pack it into your, into your egg mold halves. You unmold it onto like a piece of cardboard. You let it dry for like, yeah, I'm going to want it. The hard part, you got to pack it in nice or you get little divots and pockmarks. You, you let it dry for like, like, a, like 45 minutes, hour. Pick it up and you scoop out the center because the outside's firm and then you let it dry for a couple of hours oh uh, uh, you should also before it gets too dry carve out the hole where the where the window is going to be and i would make that bigger than you possibly than you think because it gets real dark inside of the egg and then you know do whatever you want jen decided this year that we weren't going to go edible on the inside of the egg so it's more like it's more like uh sphagnum moss for stuff instead of just straight icing on the inside but it's cool Cool. I like them. Dave, you eggs. know what I remembered? I threw your what? 40th birthday. Remember that? Oh, my God. What a what a craptastical show that was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Some of my get... finest work. Oh, geez, Louise. Like, there was a... We were... We had an intern called... Whose name was Dave Thomas. Not Dave Thomas, the dead Wendy's hamburger guy. I don't remember so, this. You, you remember this. So, like, there was this picture. So, Dave Chang was oh, there. Oh, no. And Nils, <laughs> and like a bunch, a bunch of people, right? Jeremy Tomchak, a bunch of like chefs were there, and you were like, "Dave, get in the picture," and he's like, "I'm Dave," and he jumps in, and we're like, "All right, remember that? That was amazing." Yes, I had that a picture. Is great. I cleaned up fabulous's vomit at the end of the night. That was real bad. It was a, it was a rough it was a rough night it was a rough night rough night. Man. Did anyone have the heart to tell Dave the intern that he wasn't the intended Dave? <laughs> I think it was all right. I think it was. It There's was cool. a yeah. yeah, yeah. God, Dave, and we can were you doing we that? were doing skulls. We were doing skulls mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, uh, the the best picture from that night is one like three quarters of the way in where we were still and like all like we're all wearing like suits <laughs> and like. But like the, all of our ties are basically down. It's very, it's very, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Good times, great oldies. Good times, great oldies. Um, it's too anyways. bad that that's. Oh hello. It's too bad. Oh wow. These birds are looking at me from outside. It's really weird. Well, are they birds or are they seagulls? Bur- sparrows. Um, oh, okay, that's fine. If a seagull's staring at you in the face, you gotta you gotta go do, go go lighthouse on them. If any of you have seen the movie uh, The Lighthouse, uh, there is a scene with a with a one eyed seagull, and let me just say it does not end well. I was saying seagull. it's too bad we can't do a blowout party for your fiftieth this year. I know a lot of things are too bad, but you know we'll maybe be, we we'll can be... celebrate later in LA uh, this year. Like do a Maybe. do one of our crappy LA parties, our sub parties. <laughs> if anyone has interest in a, in attending a sub party or funding a sub party, yeah, brands, yeah, yeah, we are Look, ready like, to th- throw that sub party. Listen, Nastasia, I need you to before we get off this, since I know you're on the you're on your your internet machine anyway. We need to buy that domain sub party if it doesn't I'm already sure exist. I'm sure it exists. Because we, we need to be we need to have trademarked the sub party. The thing that I know? really I want Jamie Foxx to throw our sub party. That would be great. Well, that's quite an ask you have there, Nastasia. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know why he would do that. I don't know. He Nastasia's obsessed with Jamie Foxx throwing a, a fancy party for not very much money back when he was poor. Why would he do that now <laughs> that he's like super rich? I don't know. I mean, I also heard he's playing uh, somebody really awesome in a movie. Oh, Mike Tyson. No, never mind. <laughs> wow. Okay. We know how you feel about Mike Tyson. Uh, I watched I that fight. Introdu- well. <laughs> when, they, when, they, when they introduced the latest round of like novelty domain endings, I think Dot Party was one of them. So you guys could get some. Sub Dot Party? Oh, my God. That would be so amazing. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I think dot so. Party. Yeah. 
I had someone write in, by the way, as a, an actual question. Somebody wrote in on Twitter. I'll answer it here. They were grinding their own stuff, so earmuffs for a second, Nastasia. And they had a bad result when they were doing polenta. And I think one of the main things people don't understand with flour in general is damaged starch and the effect of fines in certain recipes. So for something like polenta, you don't want a lot of fines or corn flour or damaged starch. And so if you were having problems with when you were grind, you know, grinding your stuff with corn, that's probably it. Um, yeah, the, the domain exi- does not. We should buy it. Buy it. Do it now. Get Before it. somebody who's oh, hearing God, our voice yes. does it. Yeah. Yeah, you're, right. you're now racing 12 listeners. Yeah. Okay, Nastasia, <laughs> hurry up. I'm going to be talking about carbonation and grinding flour right, for the I next three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah Gives yeah. us something to do. Oh, All right, good. no, here's the theory, though. Here's the theory. Remember when we were doing the, the COVID and the anosmic uh, COVID uh, Megillah? Right? It struck me. Uh, you know how people lose their sense of taste and smell with the COVID? So, um, it struck me that I got takeout like five months ago from a, a, a restaurant, and it was terrible, T- terrible. Had no flavor. Oh no my flavor. god, Dave! It's seven hundred dollars for sub dot party. What? Yeah. Why? I think because it's just an awesome oh, name. No. Yeah, it's yeah, a premium so domain. Down. It says. No, I'm a yeah. I'm, well, we're not premium people, so no one pays a premium for a sub party. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Maybe Jamie Foxx will pick it up. <laughs> I can, I, yeah, party. yeah. I, th- yes. No. You know what? When he does host that party, everyone's going to eat their words. Oh, Sargon says it's 500 on Google domains. Ooh. It's coming down. Listen, Dave, listen, what, what's, listen. What do you I will happily what do you eat my, authorize I'll, me to, what do you authorize? No, 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 no. We're not actually going to use it. We're not actually going to use it. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. When I, when I eat my words, am I allowed some form of sauce? Uh, no, no. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Have the words come out of my mouth and like sat in a cup and dehydrated and gotten that dehydrated spit smell when I eat them? Or yes. are they fresh words? No, no, no. The former. The okay, I'm going to say this only once. And if any of you are eating, put on earmuffs right now. Oh, God, Dave, worst... no, don't, 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 don't. What? It's going to be gross, isn't it? The worst smelling oh, thing I've God. ever smelled <laughs> is not the surstroming. It was in college when someone mm. said they would drink a cup of spit no. and the spit cup went around and then oh, everyone what? spat in it. And when it came around to, to me, I smelled it. Oh it was the worst smell God. ever. Yeah. Were you pledging a fraternity okay. or what? No, <laughs> no, it was for, it was for money. It was for money and we didn't let him do it. We did not let him do it. I smelled it and I was like, you're not doing this. This is not happening. So he didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. Oh good. my god! It's probably good. It would have been would have been patient zero for some other pandemic. No, but I used to like you know like I I never did it for like you know kudos. I did stuff for money. Like I drank a gallon of salsa for like I think five bucks. That's not bad. And you also did yeah. milk or something, right? And then a gallons a lot. No, I never did the milk challenge. I've seen people do the milk challenge. I've never seen someone. I've seen people successfully get a gallon of milk down, but not hold it down. Oh, that's yeah. when you got effed by. The guy, right? Uh, no, no. That one, he he drank. The, uh, so this guy I knew, we had stolen from the dining hall a gallon of cooking wine, Pe- Petri Brava, the, the Brave Stone. And, um, you know, and so like he, this guy said he could drink this whole gallon of wine in an hour. And we're like, we can't because that'll that's enough alcohol to kill you. And you're a lightweight anyway. So I was like, I'll take that bet because, you know you'll be dead. I won't have to pay you anyway. Right. And he did it, but he had secretly replaced the wine with water beforehand for a different prank he was planning on doing. So he was punished. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's welching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not cool. Yes. Not, yes. not cool. Yes. Um, all right. Hold on, hold on. So back to what I was saying. So during the pandemic, we get this relatively new restaurant food, abysmal, no flavor at all. Like completely like under flavored. Here's my theory. Maybe the chef was experiencing post-COVID like like uh, taste problems and could not judge the flavor of uh, what they were putting out. You think that's possible? I don't know. I don't if, know. If anyone has had an experience where they think their chef has no sense of taste anymore, you know, or you know, if any of you want to follow up on the on the show we did it's about it's probably sense a McGee taste, question now. No, I mean, I'm saying for people out there, oh. how many restaurants can Harold eat at? I'm saying, like, do you think this has happened to you? And, also, and so everybody knows I posted the Harold video that everyone 
loves today. In Wait, Zoltar? Yeah. Well, the one where the meat falls and then Zoltar. Oh, it's classic. Yeah. So, so fabulous, which it's is you know so Fabian good. von Husky and Jeremiah Stone, who has a dog named. By the way, for Japanese food names, Ugh. like we have two in our friends and family zone, we have two dogs named after K, K- John, starting Japanese what food. What is yours called? Koji. Koji. Yeah. And uh, and Jeremiah Stone's dog is Kombu. But Jeremiah's dog looks like one of these, like, you know how, like, certain animals, like, like whippets and whatnot, have, like, some sort of genetic problem where they can't put fat on? So, like, they're always shaking because, like, they're cold because they have no fat? I don't you know. What I'm know. Talking about? No. Yeah. So, uh, well, so he has something that looks like almost like, like a pit mix, but with that shaking issue. Is you it? You know what I'm saying? Here, is it a mutt? I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyway, it's named Kombu, and it's always shaking. But it's like all—it's like only muscles and bones. Did you know that uh, there is a, a Belgian breed of pig called the? Uh, I, I'm going to mispronounce it for you because that's what I do to other uh, to French words. Pie train or something like this, and uh, Pietrin, something like this. Uh, I believe it's Belgian, and it's a double muscled pig with very low fat, and they quite often just drop dead. They just like, boom and drop over dead because <laughs> like it's just too much stress on their system to have all of that muscle and like not enough fat. Yeah. You know, it's just, just like well, they're there once, you know, you walk up, you're like, boo pig. And it's like, <laughs> over, down. Yeah. So and a lot, a lot of farm animals with the double muscle trait, super lean, have that sudden death kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, just that's a little FYI for all of you guys oh, if you're planning on uh, I, raising them. Yeah. I talked to the TP people. They said it's fine. So, Nastasia Lopez. Dave gave uh, me. Yeah. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. Nastasia Lopez, as many of us have, I can't. I can't. She can. I can't. Have had TP dreams. So, go ahead. Explain. So, I got a TP. I ordered a TP and, yeah. uh, from a, a place that is a, uh, an authentic place. And the poles arrived on Friday or whatever, and uh, and they're big. They're like eighteen feet probably, and yeah, teepee size. <laughs> teepee size. It's not like a, it's not like an IKEA freaking teepee. It's teepee size. I have like a huge lawn, like huge with no house on it. Well, it's a tiny little tiny house, tiny house, but huge lawn. And the neighbors are lucky because there's no house on it, so they have a view also. Anyway, poles arrive, and the neighbor was like, what you going to do with those poles? And I said, <laughs> it's for a teepee. And he was like, oh, they're really big. If you need them cut down, I know a guy. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little hint. Little, little hint, hint. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then I By the way, for those for those of you wait before before you're done for those of you know Nastasia's place is roughly the size you know when you drive up to a Home Depot and they have those prefab like sheds out front like that size. Go ahead. The place I'm in, the place that I yeah yeah about yeah. Your actual apartment yeah. is like the size of one of those two prefab. <laughs> and they still hate it. The on top neighbors of each other. hate this yeah. place because it's like it's a cute place though. It's cute. Yeah, but they hate it because it blocks it blocks a portion of their view. Whatever. It was there before they is it, were. Is it, is it new construction? It was yeah. there no, before they it's were. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 1910. That's, like, that's like the person who moves in over a bar and is like, it's loud. <laughs> yeah. This bar is loud, yeah. Come and on. also, I'm really quiet. I like, you uh-huh. know, don't sure. do anything. I, what am I going to do by myself? Anyway, so I called Dave and I'm like, oh my God, Dave, this is what they said. What am I going to do? You know, and Dave. <laughs> What did you, you say? Gotta, I, you're going to say <laughs> I, I can't. Say I can't say it. I just said that, like, so, you know, <laughs> Nastasia and her dad have been doing their genetics research, and they, you know, came back with, uh, I forget what, what, what was the, my, what was the exact My dad is 40% Native American, so. Right, but it wasn't a specific group or Apache. no? Apache. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Nastasia, you could totally just make them feel terrible. You could totally just, you know. Yeah. It's just, uh, we just got the results back and we're celebrating, you know, confirming the heritage that we always said that we have or celebrating. And then like the person could be like, you totally, but you do, you specifically do. No, I don't. I don't want to go there. Like I, you want to make them squirm. You want to make them squirm. Like they're going to send me a ton of texts and not be upfront, you know, about this TP. And it's first of all, first of all, first of all, people. 
if you're dealing with Nastasia or really anyone, don't go passive. Yeah. Go full. Go full. Aggressive. Don't go passive. Yeah. Go yeah. full. Go full. Yeah. Is the TP actually like? It's is it going to really obstruct? Their no. View? Yeah, but I. But how far away is their house? I mean, like you know, it's like very like I don't know. I mean, like, Matt, have you seen a real? Right, have John, you, well, you can yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get. At. Yeah, well, oh, there we go. Well, before before we get into this, oh, like I'm how ready. big how big is the how big is the bottom spread going to be? Twelve, like 12 foot feet diameter. Twelve yeah. foot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not insubstantial. I it's know. A 12, yeah. I know. It's a twelve it's foot all, diameter, oh, eighteen foot high. Oh. McGill. It's all relative. It's all relative. Uh, yeah. Isn't well, it technically going to be a little shorter than eighteen feet, anyways, because they're all going to be at an angle. Right. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. I said that to you. You know what? Very, uh, John, you're very, uh, what's it called? Very uh, soothing presence <laughs> in these kind of things. Uh, I'm dreading this. Is this, t- listen, this. also, is setting this, this thing up next to your house going to make it's you feel like your house, house is even smaller? It's going to be far away, like underneath. Well, it. the real problem is that is if she can't have it blowing into the sound. That's the yeah. real issue. Well, they, so yeah. I told them, I called the TP company, told them about the winds, and they said, no problem. This is yeah. what they're I, made I t- for. Yeah. I told you that wasn't going to be a problem because they're out on the plains where the winds are a billion miles an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, dreading, dreading, any, dreading. Anyway, dreading, uh, you're dreading, not. Dreading. You're 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 <laughs> secretly loving it. The no, because these that, people you know, and John, you know, are super waspy. So they'd say you know. things in very passive ways, very passive. And well, you could threaten to decorate the outside of the TV. It is decorated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a whole move. like that it's a it's a scene of like a native american killing a buffalo so uh, it's, it's very strong it's very strong stuff i bet you can't wait to make your first fire in it you got to figure out how to work the fire flap i read the the books you gave me so it's it's a creating yeah. a vacuum you have to create a vacuum also i got the upstairs fireplace to work thanks to you so. yeah yeah by the way for those of you that don't use your fireplaces and you haven't, like if you live in a place where the fireplace hasn't been used for a long time, it is a good idea to get it checked first. Um, and I would get it checked in the summertime uh, because that's when chimney sweeps uh, don't have a lot of business. Although, like if you call during burning time, it's very hard to get a chimney sweep to come out and check your check your, your stuff. But I think that the main problem that a lot of people have with bad draws is they don't put something real quick burning to get some heat into the flue. As soon as the flue gets hot, it'll start to draw, you know? Anyways. When I had That's the guy look cents. at my fireplace in my, because the fireplace upstairs is in the bedroom, the, the guy came up and he was like, oh, why do you need it to work? It's not like you're going to be looking at the fire in here anyway, right? <laughs> oh, you're like, get out. Suck it, buddy. Fix my <laughs> fireplace. <laughs> I hate it when people tell me what I should or shouldn't be doing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the things I'll you believe is when someone's like, if you're carrying like a lot of boxes of liquor, like it was always having at the FCI. What does somebody say? What? Like, oh, wait! Oh yeah! Oh, wait, oh my God! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's some more things we hate, people. John got another angry freaking email this morning from someone all bent like a freaking pretzel about us not having freaking Searsalls for sale, buddy. Die. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you giving John crap about something he already feels bad about as though we're organizing our business going sinking like the freaking Titanic just so that you can't get your Sears all? Like, who thinks that that's a thing? You know what, what I'm saying? What was the exact thing he said, John? It was real douchey. Oh, what did he say? Super snarky. Hold up. Let me pull it up. He's, for, just for everyone's record, too, he's been emailing me since December 16th. Yeah. Yeah, that's because right. that's another when month has gone by. Still no sales all. <laughs> We're now in what the fourth month of unavailability. Any update? As per your previous emails, can you please define "quote unquote" soon? Thanks. Wow. <laughs> it's not like we're doing this because we like it, you know? Yeah. 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 You know what, Stas? What? Are... Why, why don't we shut down our whole source of revenue for a quarter of a year just to shaft this one person? Right. Yeah, and, it's a real and the long thing con is, like, to have yeah, started this business con, just yeah. to get this guy. No, but yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. only people knew like the angry conversations between, in, you know, internally, like externally with like all, you know, so it's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Sears all page on Amazon that says it's like unavailable? <sighs> no, no they, they wiped it. Even. They wiped it. 
Yeah. There are pages. I thought for like, okay, you could fill that out with whatever you want to say to no, those people. No, no, no. There's, pages, there's, there's pages for the knockoffs, though. So there's that. That's good. Uh, all right, hold up. So John, you said you had some information on crab being the new poke, or no? Well, no. You said you. You're the one who wanted to talk about it. I want. Well, I wanted people to write in, tell oh. me why they think the crab restaurants are a, are a thing now. And someone gave me. Someone sent me on Twitter uh, like a really cool word, which I'll I'll, I'll forget. But it's something like. Carcinerization, I, I, I can't pronounce it without, I have to see it in front of me, but it's like the co-evolution of, the parallel evolution of crab-like features in different decapod uh, crustacean lines. Cool word, cool word. Uh, I wish I could remember exactly how to pronounce it without looking at it. Whereas I have other words where I know how to pronounce them but couldn't spell them if you asked me to. You know what I'm saying? Weird. Uh, is, well, the meaning of this word is like... Uh, independently a bunch of organisms trend towards these same traits is that the idea right but they're all crabs yeah look it up it's like like cars like crab carcin carcinization cart uh, you look it up and you tell me you, you yeah. look it up you tell me um also when you guys uh, if, if you guys are going to be getting in because it's bug season coming up uh soon if you are getting large amounts of uh grains and flowers and and you have a vacuum machine, it is a very good application for a vacuum because a good tight vacuum seal will kill anything that's alive, not bacteria, but will kill uh, bugs and whatnot. So vac down your stuff as soon as you get it. I have 45 pounds of soft red wheat that just showed up and about 15 pounds of bloody butchered corn that I'm gonna be messing around with. And so as soon as we get off the phone, actually not as soon as I get, uh, we get off the phone because Nastasia has me doing another phone call as soon as we get off the phone. But right after that, I'm gonna be spending my birthday vacuuming down sack after sack after sack of wheat. So anyway, <laughs> good tip. Yeah, you actually, can also freeze. Matt, we need to end it right at one today, so. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. My name is Samantha Garner, and I am from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a Cheese Landian because I take cheese seriously, just like they do in Wisconsin. Cheese Landia is a community for loud and proud cheese lovers brought to life by Wisconsin Cheese. I know that I can always cook amazing food with their cheese, and it's even good enough just to snack on. As a Cheese Landia member, I know there is always a supportive community behind me who always gets as excited as I do about cheese. Go to cheeselandia.com to learn more, and if it's for you, sign up. Check us out on Instagram at Cheeselandia. By the way, by the way, before we started the radio show today, someone in the background had someone lifting something so heavily that I could hear the hernia. <laughs> Who was it? Not me. Oh, one oh. of you in the background, right before the bean, no, bean. I heard. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> it was that was that was on my end, and it was. I, oh man, I hope that guy's okay. So actually, like the miracle thing happened, which was that they were doing construction right next to me, and then it stopped just in time for the show and has stopped this entire time. Like they must've taken their lunch break. Although I hadn't put it together that the very last thing I heard from them was like, <laughs> so like maybe someone is actually very injured next door. I probably should be looking. Someone's intestine has popped through their <laughs> abdominal wall. Yeah. And it's like flapping Whoops. around like a tapeworm right now. And I was just like, Oh my good luck. They stopped. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> because they're in the hospital, dude. Jeez, oh, Louise. All right. From, Sargon, uh, via email. Uh, uh, hey, Nastasia, this came to you, Nastasia. Uh, I heard Dave's uh, chamber vacuum hijinks after baking bread. I've been looking at a chamber vac upgrade to my current setup, which is a food master. Uh, you know, uh, any recommendations for a relatively small home space? So the one that I use is a mini pack, uh, but I have to say I only really have experience with uh, mini packs and with, essentially, I have experience with Burkle's mini packs and multivacs, but they're all like kind of the expensive professional ones and they're real pricey. I like the mini vac ones for, um, mini pack ones for size to benefit ratio. Um, so like, you know, especially their smaller oil ones, I think are very good size for a home kitchen. Uh, and they have a nice dome top so you can get pretty big stuff in for their size. But I don't have a lot of experience with anything kind of le less expensive than that. But, you know, and I haven't bought one in many, many years, but 
it always used to be, you know, Minipack was uh, a little bit of the underdog compared to Multivac, and so they would give you better customer service, whereas the Multivac people didn't care whether or not you bought their stuff or not. They had that real kind of German kind of attitude about it. So, uh, you know, I always pushed for Minipack whenever whenever I could. I heard they were releasing a new unit, um, but I, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say anything about it. Uh Crafted Grog wrote in via Instagram. Hey, Dave, I just started Liquid Intelligence and I'm enjoying it. At least that's back in stock. At least I'm personally selling something, right? Nastasia, you know, I think I it's back so. in stock. I, I guess so. Mm, so mean, so mean. On my birthday yet. Uh, hey, Dave, just started Liquid Intelligence and I'm enjoying it. So not like Nastasia. Well, you enjoyed it. It keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. Yeah, I left it at someone's house, though. So. Oh, Jesus. Did I inscribe it to you? Probably. Yeah. You're such a jagweed. <laughs> Next time that guy brings something over for a pot someone lock, can they'll, sell they'll... that for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you go on Urban Dictionary and look up jagweed, the person who defined jagweed misspelled douche. What a jagweed! Um, so, how long would one have to boil, say, a standard eighty-proof spirit like an aged rum or even liquor to completely remove the alcohol? Also, would some of the flavor of the rum or liquor be removed too? Thanks. Yes, much of the flavor will be removed. You're going to be removing um, most of the aromatic compounds uh, because that's why they're aromatic. You boil, you boil them off, right? And so, um, you know, if you boil for a long time, um, you know, that's 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 going to happen. Also, it depends on what you mean by completely. Right. So, um, you know, when you're doing testing for alcohol levels, what they tend to do is they take a sample, they boil it down to a third of its volume, and then they redilute it back up to full volume to test uh, when they're doing uh, tests of, um, for instance, alcohol versus uh, sugar and, and things like that. Um, so, I mean, it's quite a lot. And you're still never going to get down to zero because there's always kind of a differential partial pressure. So it's not like, it's not like you're boiling something and only the alcohol comes off and then only the water. So you never get down to zero, 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 but nothing is zero, zero, zero. Like, you know, there's yeast everywhere making alcohol at all times. For practical purposes, I would probably say that if you reduce by, you know, half, you're going to get rid of most of it. And then, like I say, for testing purposes, they reduce to one third, typically. Um, that, did I answer that question? Yes, go on. Right. Uh, Nikki J 93 uh, 93, year I graduated from college. Uh, when people write 93, that's the, usually the year of their, when they write a, a year, that's the year of their birth typically, right? Mm-hmm. That, that that's, sounds that's about right with our listener person demographic. Go. I don't mean that, but I mean in general, that's how people choose their names or no? Yeah. Yeah. Unless at a certain age, you might do like high school graduation year or something if you're quite young. Oh, geez. Like when it's ahead of you. What does the six in Nikki Six mean? That's his last name. In the real life? Yeah, he took his, like, step to, I can't remember, but yes, it's a real last name. Hmm. I looked up this morning a blues musician. Check out this person's name. Ready for it? Houston Stackhouse. How awesome is that name? Nice. Yeah. Uh, Nikki J 93 Hey, Dave. Fan of the podcast. So sorry about existing conditions. Huh. Was my favorite bar in the city. Well, you know, maybe some, eh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Or, or as my grandma's parrot, which may or may not still be alive, Gunther, not Gunther, Gunther. Uh, you would say he, he used to say two things that he would mumble, right? I don't want to. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Wait, don't no, know. Dave, that's not true. That's not true. Well, Talk about I the tried accident. to get him to curse. What? Which one? Oh, wait. The, well, so the, he would squawk, right? So like he would like. Gunther, so you, we were driving from like LAX to Mount St. Helens in like a very underpowered motorhome. This has got to be 1984, right? 83, 84, something like this. And we got two dogs, a chow, a vicious chow, Taffy. The, like I said, I think I said this before, the only animal whose death I celebrated with a drink. When this dog died, <laughs> I oh went out for cocktails. <laughs> 
celebrated, you know, spent more money than I had at the time in college because this was the only, the meanest dog that I have ever encountered in my life. And in fact, my stepfather, the shrink, had you know said that like it's the only uh, animal model for schizophrenia he's ever seen. Wow! Right? So like this dog was mean, so mean in fact, and I, and I make it a habit to not be mean to to animals, right? Whenever Grandpa would have Taffy, uh, it was a chow, right? It's pictured, big chow. When Grandpa would have Taffy on a leash, when Grandpa would look away, I would make a face at Taffy. Taffy would bark. Grandpa would yank the chain. I was like, <laughs> and the re- one of the reasons I hated this dog so much was because we're in the motorhome. And for those of you that never been in a in a eighties vintage kind of motorhome, like above the driver, there's like a little like attic space, right? And that was the bed where I slept, right? And because Grandma and Grandpa, they would pick up the table in the back that had the map of the America on it, and then they would put the table down, and that would become their bed. You guys familiar? You know the yes. setup I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, middle of the night, and this is why I think, by the way, I can hold myself on a 14-hour plane flight. Like to this day, like I, I can get on a 14-hour plane flight and I do not need to use the restroom if I don't want to, right? And it's because this dog would not let me pee at night. I would try to swing my leg over to get down. <laughs> and I didn't want to wake grandma and grandpa up to like, you know, even though they were only like 10 feet from me because they're in the back of the motorhome. And so to this day, I hold a grudge. I can hold a grudge on not, not being allowed to pee. But again, Taffy maybe taught me a val- valuable lesson. But that's not the story. So Gunther. <laughs> so Gunther used to have this thing where if you left him alone, he would start saying, love you, love you, love you, honey, honey, honey. And then if you didn't answer, it would just go, ah, ah, ah. So like we're going up like uh, the, you know, Big Sur area like that. Pacific Coast Highway, like, you know, it's like a cliff, you fall off of it. We're in a motorhome. Grandpa's only doing like one mile an hour, so cars are going in that <laughs> tiny lane around us, you know what I mean? Nightmare. Super <laughs> underpowered Dodge. N- nightmare. Anyway, so uh, we're going around and we start hitting these bumps, right? And Grandpa can't do anything, he can't pull off nothing because we're on the Pacific Coast Highway. And all of a sudden, Gunther, who during the day is in my bed up above the, uh, you know, the driver, the cage goes, boom, falls off of his thing, hits the ground. Gunther starts running and flapping up and down the motorhome with the two dogs going, love you, love you, like they're like, screaming. We're on the Pacific Coast Highway. And my grandma also then starts going, like, my grandma basically sounded like the parrot. So if you closed your eyes, you didn't know whether you were hearing my grandma or whether you were hearing the parrot. And in fact, my stepfather once thought that he was catching grandma and grandpa doing it, and it was the parrot. It was the parrot screaming, love you, in the morning. And, and... Gerard, my stepfather was like, hey, hey, pretty good. I hope I'm still going this way when I'm their age. You know what I mean? Hey, go for it. Anyway, it turns out it was the the, the parrot. But uh, I don't even know how. So the other thing is that the parrot would constantly mumble. No, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to. Because anyway, so like, like whenever I mumble like that, I do the parrot mumble or like, you know, no, you know, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. He would say, I don't know, I don't want to. But my grandma didn't want the parrot to say anything negative. Which, you know, I, again, the parrot hated me, so, like, I couldn't teach it anything because I tried to teach it curses constantly because, of course, because I was a teenage boy. And, uh, but, like, she would always say that instead of saying, I don't want to, because she would always torture my grandpa and make him do stuff he didn't want to do and say that he didn't mind. Richard doesn't mind. She would say that all the time. Like, grandpa would be sitting there reading some garbage pulp novel because that's the only thing he actually liked doing. And... Someone else would be like lifting something and she'd be like, Richard will lift that for you. Richard doesn't mind. He's like, and it's because grandma hated reading. Grandma hated reading and learning. This is your so mom's she, mom? Yeah, Terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so like, and so like, and then I guess grandpa would mumble. And then so then the parrot learned, I don't want to, but grandma wouldn't accept that the parrot was saying that it didn't want to. So she would say, old Dean Witter. Old Dean Witter, and we're like, what the who the hell's Dean Witter? And she was trying to retrain the bird into saying this nonsense, old Dean Witter. When I've still to this day I have no idea what old Dean Witter is. Or why they named it Gunther instead of calling it Gunter, which would be the actual German name. I mean, who whoever calls anyone it's not Gunther Gable Williams. 
Hey, they they lived in uh, San Bernardino, <laughs> no, so no, no. they're that kind of hillbilly. No, 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 I know, but, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, they moved from San Bernardino think... to Hemet. Hold on. All right. I think we're mid question, but you have like five minutes. Five minutes, minutes, Dave. Nikki J93 has a question. I don't want to want to. What is the best binding agent for breading slash frying? Some recipes call for egg, milk, buttermilk, or some combination thereof. Was curious on your view for the best crunchy crust on some breaded and fried stuff, uh, chicken, tofu, etc. Thanks. Nikki J, this is an incredibly complicated question, and one, in fact, that I'm working on uh, right now. And there is no one best combination. You have to think about what you are trying to do. When you say breading, right, do you mean that you wish to have actual breadcrumbs? Think about – you need to come back to me on the, on, on the next show, and you need to tell me – give me a target, right? So there's schnitzel-style crust which is like made typically with European or what we call ABC, American breadcrumbs. There's more tonkatsu style, which is breaded. There's uh, reasons to use cracker meal, although it's very not very used uh, in, in um, regular kind of home cooking. And you're going you're gonna to be thinking about what you want the texture of the coating to be and then also like what the parameters are. Are you going to do a pre-dust? I typically do a pre-dust in straight flour, then into a buttermilk egg, uh, buttermilk egg, baking soda, baking powder, and the soda is there, but it'll brown rapidly. So if you're doing big things, you want to like scale back the soda to keep it acidic, and then back into flour. Uh, it's but I want like crispy and crispy. If you want something that's crispy on the outside but more tempura like, you wouldn't re bread afterwards. You would use a heavier pre dust and then a batter. So you, like it's very complicated. And I'm working on it right now for the book. So come back with kind of more exactly what you want, and we can tailor the answer to more what you need. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Instead of going to a question, let's leave it with something happy for birthday reasons. Um, okay. You got something happy? Um, mm, what's one of our favorite stories or something we haven't told? Come on. Think, 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 think. Uh, what's one of the best birthdays you've ever had? And why? Well, that 40th birthday was fun. Yeah. You, you were there. Jen was there. We had the whole crew was at the FCI. That was a good birthday party. Yeah. That was a, it was a good birthday party. Jen's 40th birthday party was also a great birthday party. That was at Del Posto oh. back in the day. Um, Mark made his 8 billion layer lasagna, which doesn't actually have all your layers, right? Well, there's a lot of <laughs> Mark fallacies that we've there's learned a, it's like like you know it's like it's like you know th- this is the way mark ladner counts 13 14 100. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes yeah yes. yeah yeah i mean it's many layers it was a thin pasta many layered lasagna mm-hmm. but 100 sounds better mm-hmm. I, don't yeah. know, man. I don't know My, oh i'll tell you this i'll, I'll give you this okay. right so uh my dad for my uh 50th birthday uh, sent me the pocket watch. And of course, because my f- family is like engineers, right? So my, my dad's an engineer. My grandpa was an engineer, uh, both double E. My grandpa was the, was the first uh, graduate of Penn State's uh, radio engineers department and went directly to Westinghouse to design radars for uh, World War II. Anyway, so because of that, of course, he has a spare. He gave me my great grandpa Clarence, uh, Clarence's pocket watch. And, uh, and sometime back in like the forties, when my grandpa got it, he bought a spare identical unit in case this one ever broke so that he could swap out the parts. Classic Arnold engineering family kind of <laughs> thinking. So he sends me this uh, pocket watch, which is a railroad style, Hamilton railroad style pocket watch from 1916. So right in between when my great uncle Luke was born and when my grandpa was born and Great-grandpa Clarence, I never met him. He died before I was born, but he was a Lutheran minister in, um, in Pennsylvania and in Baltimore, all over Pennsylvania, York, uh, Baltimore, uh, over in college, uh, State College, over by, you know, um, Penn State. And uh, so the railroad watches are interesting because you can't set them without opening them up because they were afraid on the railroad that you might accidentally set it while you were winding it and then get the time wrong and then you'd have all kinds of problems. So... He would take this watch uh, before every sermon and he would put it down on the pulpit in front of him to remind himself that in his words, you don't save anyone after the first 15 minutes. Bye. 
And that's it. That's it. You only have 15 minutes, and then people tune out. Uh, now imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now it's probably 15 seconds. Yes. So it's like, yeah. you know, in, 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 you know, in, he graduated seminary probably in the 20s, uh, or like, you know, maybe the teens or 20s. Uh, so, yeah, actually the teens. He graduated in the, in the, in the teens. And so, uh, yeah, back then you had a full 15 minutes to save people. So now if you want to get anything done, if you want to save people, get your information across, just bear that in mind. Put the watch down and that's it. Yeah. Happy birthday. Nice. Happy Thank birthday. you. Happy birthday. Cooking issues. Issues is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.